Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Ben Johnson. Ben is the founder and CEO of Spruce, which is a leading provider of home services to apartment residents. In this episode, we talk about Spruce's eureka moment, nuances in messaging a services marketplace, and how to best partner with SMBs. Hi, Ben. Hey, Brian. Ben Johnson is the founder and CEO of Spruce, the leading provider of home services to apartment residents. Residents living in a Spruce-powered building can easily book more than 40 different chores, ranging from full housekeeping to washing the dishes or watering the plants. Since launching in April 2016, Spruce has grown to service over 600,000 units in 18 cities. Prior to Spruce, Ben worked for ING Capital in the corporate and investment banking division, working with clients in the Americas, Europe, and Asia. Ben led transactions in project finance, asset-based lending, and export credit agency finance. Ben is a graduate of the University of Texas at Austin and the University of Chicago Booth School of Business with honors, your bio tells me. So congratulations to you, (laughs) us B-minus students of the world, revel at your accomplishments. Ben, thanks for being with me, man. I appreciate it. Great to be here. And just, you know, for the record, you know, I was able to experience both being a good student and a poor student. <laughs> uh, I had two shots at it. That's what growth in this world looks like, I think, if nothing else. So we just read a little bit about Spruce in the bio, but if you could, for those that aren't familiar, what is Spruce? Yeah, great question. Because depending on who you are, Spruce could be a number of different things. You know, we are an amenity platform to the multifamily industry, right? And that's on the surface what most people But when you open up the hood and you look at what is actually powering the business and where we're headed, where our vision is going, we're really a logistics platform for small and medium-sized services companies in every city throughout the U.S. and someday throughout the world. And what Spruce is doing for those mom and pop, medium-sized businesses is we're enabling them to compete in the modern economy, we're sort of the anti-gig play, if you will, right? Like the gig economy has disenfranchised local entrepreneurs for years. And there are certain types of businesses that, you know, certain industries that really did well um, in, under a gig model, but there are some verticals that didn't really work with a gig model. And so what Spruce is really doing is working with these local businesses to enable them to earn more profit on every single employee by reducing the drive time between every single job and as often as possible, keeping them in the same building. The density, job density and efficiency is really the core of what we're doing. And the end result is a completely different experience for the consumer and optimally a lower price for the consumer. Right. What Spruce is able to do in apartments is instead of a traditional you know, full housekeeping service might cost you $100 or more, we're able to do a la carte chores. Right? We will show up and just clean your dishes for 20 minutes or just fold your clothes for 20 minutes. This is a type of service that never really existed before. And the way we're doing it is harnessing the density of the entire building to deliver this unique and completely new experience. When we connected beforehand, I I wouldn't call it a pivot, but there was something of a eureka moment that you described, which is we are actually this logistics company and not this other thing. 
Can you share a little bit about that moment where you started to realize the value of the platform? And sort of the second part of that question is like, all of a sudden you have this moment and you have a team and now you need to communicate sort of this new vision, if you will, to your team. If you could just walk me through sort of what that process was like and how you were able to articulate that. Absolutely. You know, when we were getting started, there were a few things that we knew and there was a lot that we didn't know. And one of the things that that we knew was that, you know, a housekeeper that drives between cleanings can do two, maybe three cleanings in a day. But if you can keep them in the same building, they can literally do five, maybe six cleanings in a day. And so now what you're doing is you're taking one worker and you're doubling the economic value that they can create. And, and this is all under the premise of, we, you know, you send one worker to a building, they stay the whole day, they maximize their, their revenue earning time, right? Well, we partner with the multifamily industry and where better to get, you know, five cleanings in one day than a place where 300 people all live in the same building. Right, that was the go-to-market strategy at Spruce. And by the way, organizing the consumer demand so that you have five cleanings in one day is actually quite difficult to do. Um, the first time we did it, you know, with any sort of regularity, it took us about a year to figure out um, all kinds of pricing and incentive structures that get us there. Well, like I said, we work with local businesses. We don't work with individuals. And that was something we also knew from the beginning that we wanted to do. Um, the very first time that we had five cleanings in one building and we served it up to one of our service partners, this is somebody we'd worked with for quite a while. They sent three different cleaners to the building to do the jobs. And I'm like, what are you doing? You just destroyed this value that we worked a year to create here. And that was the eureka moment. That was the aha where I said, okay, we can organize the demand, but if we're actually going to capture this value that we're creating, Spruce needs to become more of a logistics company. We need to be more hands-on. We need to do more with routing and scheduling and staffing levels with our partner companies. And these are things that, you know, a local mom and pop business, you know, they, they don't do on a regular basis, right? They're not using data analytics to accurately scope how long a job should take and adding a 15% modifier if the person has pets. They're not adding, they're not doing machine learning on the efficiency of each individual worker that they have. Uh, at, at their company, right? And, and using that as a modifier to say, how, okay, how long is this job going to take and when can I schedule the next one? Right? That's what Spruce is doing. Look, I, I think there's a little bit of a nuance to the framing that you just described, right? So just to peel back a little bit, you're, you're partnering with the real estate companies and they see you as a logistics company, but you're also describing something of a marketplace that you're operating, right? So on one side, you have the small businesses that offer housekeeping services, and right, this is supply. And on the other hand, there is demands, right, which would be the tenants in the building that might look for a cleaning service or someone to do their dishes or water their plants. How do you think about the messaging around being this logistics company and selling into these large multifamily uh, real estate companies? but then also sort of servicing at a micro level, the marketplace where you have, you know, tenants who need to book you. You know, that, that is a really interesting question, Brian. The thing about the apartment industry, the multifamily industry is they don't necessarily consider Spruce a logistics platform. And as, as what we're doing has evolved and matured, I think more and more they understand the value of the logistics that Spruce brings. But what they care about at the end of the day is, can we provide a comprehensive living experience to our customers, which is the residents, right? When we were just getting started, 
the multifamily industry in 2015, 2016, they had been in this 25 year long amenity war or arms race, if you will, right? Where they were competing with each other on who had the best weight rooms, the best you know, fitness centers, the best pools, the best common areas. And they were just starting to make a shift to think not just about the physical asset, but about the comprehensive resident experience. And they saw Spruce, and this is you know, how we initially positioned ourselves as, as an amenity layer for their residents. And for them, that means A, a tool to help them sell more leases than the neighboring property, but B, a way to take this shadow economy that was already existing in their building because they already had 15 to 20 dog walkers showing up on a day-to-day basis, you know, 10 to 15 housekeepers showing up on a day-to-day basis at their properties. And those people arriving um, unexpected at various times throughout the day, not in uniform, sometimes maybe not background checked, not insured. You know, if the customers are hiring their own, they're not necessarily going through all of the protocols. And not only could it be disruptive to maybe an ongoing sales process and the office, but it also creates this shadow liability in the property. Um, somebody's car gets hit in the garage, who pays for that? And these are the reasons why the property management industry really latched on to Spruce early on. They didn't really care that we were doing you know, better than anyone else out there because we had the best logistics engine, right? And that we could generate better unit economics than anybody else because we actually were creating value in the service instead of just extracting value. A couple of moments ago, you described Spruce as something of the anti-gig economy, and you partner with small businesses to build more recurring and lasting relationships. Because SMBs have varying degrees of technical sophistication, there are probably a dozen variables at play into how they might interact with your side of the platform. Can you walk through some of the customer success initiatives and and how you've worked to market to SMBs so that this new technology might be more uh, easily implemented on their end? Yeah, that's, that's, again, a great question. You know, just to be clear, I'm not, I am not anti-gig economy. Right. I actually think the gig economy plays a really important role in various different industries throughout this country and throughout the world. Uh, but there are some verticals that due to the complexity of, the, of those verticals, the gig economy doesn't translate well. Right. Outside the home, it, you know, where you're doing transportation or food delivery that, you know, it, it works quite well. But when you get inside the home and you have jobs that are expensive, housekeeping can be expensive. Uh, they're highly personal. Um, they have varying degrees of, of length of time that they take to complete based on a number of different factors. They are graded subjectively. People tend to think uh, housekeeping is graded objectively, but it is not. It is highly, highly subjective and how it's graded and, and varying degrees of expectations as well from the consumer. Right, All of these factors come in and make it so that a gig worker is not really well suited to give the customer a good experience here. And, um, and when we're partnering with these businesses, these, these local, the, the local entrepreneurs we work with, by the way, they tend to be owned and fully staffed by first or second generation Americans. And that's you know, something that we're really proud of. Also, about 65% of our partner companies are, are women owned as well, which is something that, that we're also very proud of. 
but they tend to do some things really, really well and some things not so well. And, and so the things that they do well are things that Spruce could never do well, right? We don't know how to hire housekeepers very effectively in Houston, Texas, for example, or in Chicago, but they do, right? They, they hire from their local community. Um, they don't put job postings up. They hire from their church group, from their kids' school, from, uh, from their neighbors, from their cousins, right? And they hold, you know, they, it's not just about accountability, but they, they hold their workers accountable, but it's more of, of a community structure in these companies. And they do, those things are not scalable, right? When they, when they say, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure my team shows up tomorrow, they don't say, I'm going to fire them if they don't. They say, I'm going to call their mother if they don't show up and figure out where they are. Uh, that's the kind of business that they build. But conversely, they're, they're really bad at customer service for a number of reasons. They don't have the tools, um, but also they're trying to do it at the end of their day when they're tired. And, uh, and by the way, when you wait till the end of the day, it's too late to do customer service. So, so Spruce does that. Uh, and we really share duties. We do what's scalable, what is technical. For instance, we're using you know, algorithms for smart routing and smart staffing. We will use all of the, we pull data from the property to say, or we know exactly how large this unit is, how many pets there are, what type of flooring they have, which really matters, by the way. Um, and we're doing all that behind the scenes and we're surfacing it to our partner companies in a seamless, what we call the Spruce operating system, but it's a workflow management tool. And it's not just a workflow management tool, but it's not just a SaaS product. It is a SaaS product plus a marketplace. And that marketplace is packaging the jobs up efficiently. Um, and so if I was gonna use a bunch of industry jargon here, I would say Spruce is a SaaS enabled B2B2C marketplace. I have a hard time unjargoning myself. So I actually understood exactly what you just said. So kudos, kudos to both of us on that. So I grew up in New York City in a 200 unit co-op. I now am a suburban dad who lives in a house and I have a yard. You have ambitions moving into the future to also service single family homes. I can speak with from personal authority. Those are very different experiences. How do you anticipate your marketing and communications to be the same or different when compared to the large buildings that you currently service? So when we think about Bruce expanding where we operate, I think more about it from the service provider perspective, from the supply perspective here. If we are going to build a product, the operating system that powers these businesses, well, we need to be able to service every kind of job that they do. And they don't just do cleaning and chores in apartments. They do cleaning and chores in single family homes. They also do short-term rental turnovers and some of them even do commercial cleanings. And so when we think about moving in to those spaces, right? Spruce is not going to be a direct-to-consumer company, but we need to be able to support all of the types of bookings that our partners do. Um, now, if we can add value through our demand gen and our not just demand generation, but demand organization, uh, which is how we're using micro pricing adjustments um, and targeted offerings to funnel jobs that are close to each other to around the same time, right? We're doing that in apartments really well. We're also doing it you know, in neighborhoods really well already. So when Spruce does ultimately enter the single family home market, we're gonna do it first through single family rentals, right? And by the way, single family rentals right now are the fastest growing part of the residential economy. Um, there's a lot of macro factors here, 
that are that are changing where more and more people are living in homes that are rented, not owned. Um, home prices, as we all know, have gone up uh, significantly over the last several years here. Um, and you're starting to see a new type of single family rental. It's not just you know a, a rented home in the middle of two owned homes. There's this new uh, trend called build to rent, right? Which is entire master plan communities that are set up and managed very similarly to apartments. Um, and so that's where Spruce will enter the single family market is through the rental space. Um, ultimately, we will use channel partnerships to continue to go further and further into single family owned homes down the road. Um, but really, it is all about being the single source of record for every minute of housekeeping time in the country. I'm joined today by Ben Johnson. Ben is the founder and CEO of Spruce. Ben, thanks for being with me. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Brian.